Hello, hypertension resistors. So if you or a family member has been prescribed the quinapril combination pill, you need to know that Pfizer has issued a recall on certain lots of the quinapril combination pill. Well, that's what I want to talk about today. Let's get started. You are listening to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment where you will get knowledge, training, resources, and support for better blood pressure control. If you are suffering with high blood pressure or blood pressure that is difficult to treat, this podcast is indeed for you. Here is your host, Dr. Tanya. Hi, I'm Dr. Tanya, and I am here to teach you everything you ought to know about hypertension management and trending health topics. I've been a clinical scientist for over 10 years, and I've learned the thing or two about hypertension management and medication-taking behavior. I will share with you all that I've learned and all that's out there that will help you get control of your blood pressure and improve your health. Stick with me and use this information to help you and your family make informed health decisions. Listen up and share this information with your family and friends. Thanks for listening. Last week on March the 22nd, the United States Food and Drug Administration announced that Pfizer is voluntarily recalling the quinapril combination pill. And I'll tell you exactly which pills are being recalled. The quinapril combination pill, quinapril HCL hydrochlorothiazide, as well as the two generics distributed by Greenstone, which are quinapril and hydrochlorothiazide and quinapril HCL hydrochlorothiazide. About a dozen of lot numbers of these drugs are being recalled due to possible cancer risk. Another name for the tablet is Accuretic, and that's spelled A-C-C-U-R-E-T-I-C. I will include the link to the announcement in the show notes. It has all the NDC numbers and the lot numbers with the expiration dates and strength and configuration counts if you need all of that information to share all that information with your pharmacist and your healthcare provider. All three of these tablets have been shown to have some high levels of nitrosamine. Now, nitrosamine is found in low levels in some in certain foods. But like I said, they have found high levels of this chemical in those tablets. Therefore, they are recalling these medications so that the medication that you're taking for your blood pressure won't put you at high risk for having cancer just by taking this medication. Here is Dr. Marlon Evett, a interventional cardiologist at the Advocate Trinity Hospital in Chicago. And here is what he told a local news station about 
the situation with this recall? Just about everyone in my office uh, is on some sort of uh, blood pressure uh, medications in a cardiology office. But in just in general, I think that, uh, uh, you know, you know, millions and millions of Americans and, and people around the globe uh, are on hypertensive medications, and this is just one of them. This is one of the uh, many classes of uh, medications that we use to treat um, blood pressure. And interestingly enough, many times we use different classes of medications in combination. So this is often used as one of the drugs within our uh, armamentarium to treat high blood pressure. Uh, unfortunately, in their uh, quality assurance and testing, they were able to find uh, these levels that were a little bit too high. Um, and over long periods of time, uh, we know that these nitrosamines would uh, poten can potentially cause cancer. So it's more of the long-term effect that we potentially could uh, that you could potentially have with these medications. I think that's the risk, and that's why uh, they were recalled by Pfizer. So the first thing I would do is I would talk, I would stay on the medication, but I would contact my physician's office and I would talk to them about maybe changing the medications. Just don't stop it yourself. I think you, uh, because you recognize that as soon as you stop it, you may get something called rebound hypertension where your blood pressure may go up even higher after stopping these medications uh, abruptly. Um, one thing about this medication recall is that it's the combination of these medications. So this is a combined medication of Acupril, Pril, or which is also called Quinapril, as well as hydrochlorothiazide. And the reason why it's in combination is just for ease. Uh, the drug company, Pfizer, and many other drug companies will put medications, uh, combine them into one so that it's easier for the patient to take. That being said, you can all, you can, the one easy trick that you can just do is just basically divide the medications up. You can take Quinapril by itself or hydrochlorothiazide by itself, and then you would probably obviate the, the, the risk of, of having these high levels of, of the uh, nitrosamines and, and the carcinogenic effects from those. So this is really a, a, an issue with the combination of the two medications as opposed to each individual medication itself. But I think it's a theoretical risk. And, you know, if someone, you know, most people, when they start uh, on a blood pressure medication, they often will stay on it for, for a very long time, often life. So when you're talking 20, 30 years yeah. of being exposed to this potential carcinogenic uh, uh, um, uh, substance, I think it could be risky. And I think that's the, the concern that many drug companies have as well as Pfizer. No, I think that it's important to recognize that you know, high blood pressure itself causes a risk. So don't think that this is just a, uh, you know, it, it kind of came up with the uh, whole, uh, uh, with the vaccine issue, you know, is the vaccine worse than actually getting COVID? You know, it's the same thing here. A high blood pressure is one of the most common causes of heart attacks and strokes and, and kidney problems and eye problems and so many issues that uh, affect our, our, um, our population that the risk of high blood pressure is probably more riskier than, you know, than higher than, than some of the drugs that we have. Uh, granted, this is just one issue that we have with this one drug, but I would not be discouraged from taking medications to treat your blood pressure because I would be more afraid that the high blood pressure itself would cause problems as opposed to the medications. Now, let me reiterate some of what he's saying here. And now we all know we, we don't want cancer. Now, truth be told, the most important thing you need to know about recalls of medications, not just blood pressure medication, is that you should not stop taking your medication until you talk with your doctor to stop your medications, if that make any kind of sense. I mean, here it is, they're saying this medication may cause cancer, 
But cancer takes a while to develop, right? So if you stop taking your medication today and don't contact your healthcare provider to replace that medication and you go without that medication, you're putting yourself at immediate risk for your blood pressure to become uncontrolled. And if your blood pressure is uncontrolled over time, it could cause a stroke, a heart attack and kidney disease and other things, right? Blindness and all. So the key is to not stop taking your recalled medication until your doctor tells you to. That is if it has a cancer risk because it could be dangerous. Now, if the recall was due to some other immediate danger, then call your health care provider today and ask for a replacement. Either way, if it's for a cancer-causing agent that's in the medication or if it's something that would cause an immediate danger, the best action is to call your health care provider as soon as possible to get a replacement. And what do you do if you can't get in touch with your healthcare provider? You call your PharmD, your pharmacist. Your PharmD or pharmacist that has a doctorate may have prescribing privileges. And your PharmD, if they have prescribing privileges, they could change your medication. I know that some PharmDs in the VA system have those privileges. Keep in mind that some of these recalls are theoretical risk. And that just means that no one has been harmed by the medication. It's just that the lab detected this impurity in the medication and they know the impurity has the potential to cause this cancer risk or whatever risk it is. And so that way they want to make sure that they recall the medicine to get it off the shelf, to get it out of your house, to get you on something else so that you won't have the risk. So it's not necessarily that someone end up with cancer when they took this medicine. That's why they're doing the recall. It could be just we know that this impurity can cause this type of problem. So we're not going to even take the risk of letting someone take the medication with this risk or this impurity in it and over time develop this theoretical, what we think is a risk, which that's why we call it theoretical, but to develop this cancer over time, we're not going to take that chance to find out if, in fact, guess what? This impurity can cause the cancer. We know that. Um, but in this medication, how long does it take for this to happen? We don't know that. But we know potentially it's not an immediate risk. If you take the medication today, you're not going to necessarily have cancer tomorrow. If you got the refill on the medication last week and that refill matches the lot numbers that are posted on the FDA site. But your previous refills were okay. In other words, the lot numbers did not match. You will not likely develop cancer in that short period of time from the impurities in that medication. So don't be alarmed. Now, 
The FDA said that the nitrosamines are common in water and foods, including cured and grilled meats, dairy products, and vegetables. And they went on to say that everyone is exposed to some level of this impurity and that these impurities may increase the risk of cancer if people are exposed to them above acceptable levels over long periods of time. And the FDA did emphasize that uh, lowering blood pressure reduces the risk of fatal and non-fatal cardiovascular events, primarily strokes and heart attacks, and that the medication, this quinapril ACL hydrochlorothiazide tablet, has been established over 20 years of marketing authorization and through a robust clinical program. And currently, Pfizer is not aware of any reports of adverse events that have been assessed to be related to this recall. The FDA went on to say that although the long-term ingestion of this impurity may be associated with a potential increased cancer risk in humans, there is no immediate risk to patients taking this medication. The FDA advised that patients currently taking this medication or these tablets that have been recalled should consult with their doctor about alternative treatment options. Therefore, they included the NDC number, the lot number, and these are numbers that identified the specific medication and those expiration dates. And they included that on their website, along with pictures of the medication. And these medications that have been recalled have been distributed in the United States and Puerto Rico from November 2019 to March 2022. And the FDA has recommended that any drug stores or drug companies who are distributing the medications that have been recalled and listed on their website should stop use and distribution and quarantine these medications immediately. And the FDA encourages patients who are on the medications listed on the website that fall within those lot numbers that have been recalled to consult with their healthcare provider or their pharmacist to determine if they have been affected by the product. And that's the only way you're going to know if you contact your pharmacist and your healthcare provider. Otherwise, you might be on the lot number that is not affected by the impurity. Now, if you think you've had any adverse reaction to the product, there is a number on the FDA website that you can contact to let them know if you've had problems. So I will share with you now what a PharmD had to say about this recall and how they go about being notified whenever there's a recall. Because, I mean, really, uh, truth be told, sometimes the recalled medication is not even available on the shelf to be distributed. So for the most part, there's nothing to worry about because the medication is not even available in the pharmacy 
when you find out about it. By the time you find out about it, the FDA would have sent this met this alert to the pharmacies and the wholesalers or whatever, and they've pulled the medication off the shelf. So let's hear what a PharmD has to say about this. And this PharmD is will remain anonymous uh, due to requests. Let's hear what she has to say about the process. Hello, this is Dr. Tanya, and I am a research scientist. I am doing a podcast called Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where I tell my listening audience everything they ought to know about hypertension and trending health topics. Today, I want to tell them about recalled medicines and give them an idea of what happens when a medication is recalled. Yes, ma'am. Thank you for waiting patiently. Yes, Mm ma'am. All right. Um, And normally how that goes, it goes by a certain lot number. And what we do um, within our stores, we just check to make make sure that the lot number that hasn't been recalled, that we don't have an in stock. Um, Because it's not the, the medication as a whole. It's just certain, like I said, lot numbers where the manufacturer... Uh, produce it. So that's really what the, um, let's see, because okay. it's actually that one in the 20-12.5. That's being recalled right now. Okay, it looks like the one, what's listed on the website is 20 milligrams slash 25 milligrams that's the quantity yeah. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I was just letting you know mm-hmm. yeah then the 10 yep. slash 12.5 the 20 slash 12.5 yes ma'am yes ma'am it's like i say it goes by the lot number now there has been an instance where the whole drug as a whole has been recalled and like i said we would just take it off our shelves to make sure we don't dispense it at um, all, huh? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. Okay. This one looks like we don't have that particular lot number. Let me double check my shelf one more time, dear. I'll put the phone down for a second. Okay, ma'am. Yes. Yes, ma'am. So we do not carry it in our stores. So everything that we have um, in regards to that medication is safe. Okay. Have you had many patients calling about this medicine? No, ma'am. You're the first. Okay. And so when you, <laughs> when you do get an alert like that, where do you, do you all get it right away? Yes, ma'am. Like I said, it's updated every day. It's just a matter of going and checking our list okay. to see what's and, being uh, recalled at that moment. And if patients have this problem, would they call you to get it changed to a different lot number? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. So they all- would bring the medication if the store, if we were the ones who actually had that, um, the manufacturer that is being recalled, you would bring it back to our store and we would refund you. And if we do have something else available, um, we would give you that. If not, like I said, we'll just give you the refund and you would have to find another location that has something, you know, that's not being recalled. Okay, so, but what if it was a medication that was recalled altogether? Let's say that particular medicine altogether was recalled. Would you, as a Farm D, be able to prescribe a different medicine to substitute that? No, ma'am. We don't have, 
unfortunately. <laughs> Prescribing rights just yet. It's in the process, but no, ma'am. Okay. So... We'd have to get in contact with the doctor's office to get it changed. Okay, but some PharmDs do have prescribing rights, right? Other oh. states, maybe, but not... Oh, so it's only... It goes by state. Okay. It's state law. It's a state yes, law. Ma'am. Okay. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, so in maybe New York, they may be, be able to do it, but here we're not able to because okay. it goes by state. Oh, I see. Otherwise, the patient would need to just call their doctor. Correct. Yes, ma'am. Okay. Are all the um, drugstores, I mean, are PharmDs in all the drugstores, or is just certain drugstores have PharmDs? No, everybody who works in a pharmacy has to have a PharmD. They have to be a licensed pharmacist. Okay. But licensed pharmacists don't mean the PharmD, though, is it? So PharmD is what you get once you graduate, and then you once you pass your, your test and get licensed, you become RPH. So you can have a PharmD once you graduate, but you have to be licensed to have that, um, to work in a pharmacy. Okay. But, I mean, there are some pharmacists that are, um, like, grandfathered in that didn't get that PharmD, like that doctorate degree, right? Um, I'm not sure about that. I mean, they wouldn't be working in a pharmacy. Mm-hmm. Like, they could be professors. But as far as working in a actual pharmacy, you have to be licensed. Oh, okay. So all, all pharmacists now have PharmD. Yes. Oh, okay. I I mean, that's just beside the point, but I was just wondering about that. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Well, there you have it. Now you know what everybody ought to know about a drug recall. Stay tuned to Hypertension Resistant to Treatment, where you'll learn more about what everybody ought to know about hypertension and trending health topics. If you found this information helpful, share it with your family and friends so that they can be aware of this drug recall and they can be aware of what to do about a drug recall. I'm Dr. Tanya. I'm your host. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you in the next one.